The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. We're also brought to you by the SGPN World Cup Free Roll 250 cash and 250 gift card to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. Driver, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb they may take our season away from us but they'll never take the show away it is the nascar gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network he is cody zeeb i am rod via gomez because damn it all if there is not still racing stuff to talk about even after the regular season has ended cody buddy i know we've got a jam-packed show because the news never stops but how you doing good man you know i feel like i haven't talked to you in like five seconds since we just got done with the f1 gambling podcast <laughs> so make sure when you're done listen to this you go listen to that uh but yeah i mean we had our, our episode earlier this week talked about some of the news and notes felt like we almost got caught up on everything and then boom man they opened that shoot back up and uh all kinds of driver announcements and car announcements and crew chiefs shifting and whew, like we got plenty of stuff to talk about so the it just keeps uh keeps on rolling good you know we're down 82 days until the clash, 96 days till Daytona 500. I don't know who's counting, but uh, that's you know that's accurate dates. I checked. Somebody <laughs> somebody asked me today about something, and I said Cody keeps that count. Co- Cody keeps the count of how many exactly how many days we have till the clash and till the till the uh, Daytona 500. I said, well, it's it is really cool. So I there's a Facebook page that I help admin, and it's called NASCAR Next Tell Till Now History History Till Now or something something like that type it in the search and you'll find it but the kevin our our main admin guy posts a paint scheme every day and we do a countdown so you know he like he posts the 99 car post your favorite so you you know go find your favorite 95 car scheme and oh yeah today's 95 did i say 96 oh it's 95 (laughs) see i got off i posted lightning mcqueen today because he's obviously the best 95 to ever drive so uh Hell yeah but yeah that's really cool if you want to see like a bunch of old paint schemes and stuff as you count down the days keeps you in the loop how many days are left so fun fun little thing we do over there yeah i'm not editing that out cody you you, you got hung out there to drive but uh, lightning mcqueen i yeah hands down the best 95 out there catching <laughs> exactly can't, can't, can't beat uh can't beat lightning mcqueen so 
Um, well, okay, Cody, because again, these off-season ones are, are just a little bit different than our normal one, and, and normally we would have some sort of format, but man, where do you want to start us? Where, where do you want to start first? I, I, see the, I see the excitement in your, in your eyes there as you want to you get jumping into the news, so where do we even start? Well, we were all wrong. We thought the Ty Gibbs was going to the Cup Series, going to the 18 car. In fact, not the case. Ty Gibbs instead is going to be in the 54 car in the cup series instead of the 18 car. Uh, this is actually pretty crazy. So Joe Gibbs racing started in 1992 with the 18 car. That was the original car that's been there. And it, it was sponsored by interstate batteries in 1992. And I, I get that it, lately it's been M&Ms mostly, but you still see interstate is still involved with Gibbs and on the car, but it, it's been in every race. Dale Jarrett was the original driver there. He missed one race in 1994, but otherwise it's been every cup series race since then with Joe Gibbs with interstate batteries involved. Bobby Labonte was in that car forever. A guy I grew up watching and rooting for. And then obviously Kyle Busch has been in that car since 2005, I think or 2006 when he left Hendrick and came over to Gibbs. So the staple number, I mean, when you think of Joe Gibbs racing for me, I think of the 18 car, the 20 car, those were kind of their original cars. The 11 and the 20 had been added since then, but 18 has been around forever. Getting rid of the 18, I, I think that's maybe not a bad move. You don't necessarily want to throw Ty Gibbs. He's already got enough on his plate. Obviously, everything that's happened over the last year, he's just lost his father. Is you know everybody's you know grandpa's giving him this seat, which he's earned the seat. Uh, there's no doubt about it. He's one of the most talented drivers coming through the ranks, and he's earned the seat not just because his grandpa owns the team, but because he's a great driver. So I want to say that as well. I know we've given him some crap lately, but he is a really good driver. So, um, but uh, you know, I, I think it's, it might be a good move. You get a fresh start. 54 is his number. He's won a championship in it. That's the car his dad got to see him race in. So, you know, you you keep the 54 car. That's kind of his number, his own number. I mean, 18, you think of Bobby Labonte, you think of Kyle Busch, Ty Gibbs can go make the 54 car his own number. There's certain numbers in, in any sport, really, but especially in NASCAR, you think of the three, that's Dale Earnhardt. Yes, Austin Dillon's been in that car for a long time now, but three is Dale Earnhardt. The 43 car has had a million different drivers. That's Richard Petty's number. The 48 is Jimmy Johnson. The 24 is Jeff Gordon. Different guys have their numbers, and Ty Gibbs can set out, and 54 is not really one that's – I don't have the statistics in front of me of how much that's been raced, but I don't think that much. So – I thought that was very interesting. Um, sponsorship has not been announced. Obviously, it's assumed Monster Energy and Interstate Batteries will probably be the main partners. They've been with Ty through his Xfinity days um, and, and all of that. They might be holding out. I don't know if you remember when he ran some of the races last year, he ran unsponsored in the Xfinity because they didn't want to get uh, you know, the price dropped or whatever by Monster, I think. So it'll be interesting, but... I assumed that those are going to be his sponsors um they've obviously been with him and i and i don't see them going anywhere um and then also chris gale is moving up as his crew chief was his crew chief in xfinity they just won the title together he's moving up to the cup series he's going to take over that team that leaves ben bayshore kind of hanging out to dry because he was kyle bush's crew chief in the 18 car it's rumored he's most likely going to move to one of the Xfinity rides, but again, we don't know how many Xfinity teams Gibbs is going to have. We don't know any of those drivers or any of that stuff. So, Ty Gibbs to the Cup Series, 
officially official now, even though we all it's the best, been the best kept secret or the worst kept secret, I think is how you're supposed to say that, uh, in the garage for months at this point. <laughs> so I'll say this. And when I, when I initially saw it, I thought, wow, but j- I took a second to reflect. And when uh, an iconic driver like Kyle Busch leaves your team, right? I mean, obviously you don't retire numbers the way you do in most sports in NASCAR or else you wouldn't have a car on the track. You'd there's literally only like hundred numbers you can have. So. You would be, well, you I think would, there's technically there's like hundred and ten. Yeah. I was gonna say you'd be in the two hundreds by now. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you, you got, did that you got a couple zero, double zero, zero one, <laughs> but, but yeah, but yeah. So you don't, you don't hang the number up for good. I very much think I, I like the idea of Ty Gibbs being able to strike out on his own. Um, yep. obviously, like you said, we gave him a pretty hard time there toward the end only because of, of what he was doing there. Uh, you know, kind of ruffling some feathers and, and doing the things that, that we didn't necessarily agree with as far as, uh, the way he drove. But just to know that now when he goes up to this series, he's still got a familiar number to him. He's still, he's going to be in, uh, equipment that I, I you know, he's going to feel comfortable in and not just trying to take somebody's place. That's probably a better situation for him because I don't think he needs to be driving in Kyle Busch's shadow right off of the jump. And, you know, to be honest with you, I don't think he ever needs to make the switch to the 18. I think the 54 would be his his car until he decides it's not anymore. So I, I do like that move. I like, I, I think I, I didn't really consider it being a move to make. Um, but now that it, it's been announced, I, I very much enjoy that. And I very much think that that's going to be Good call. Like you said, too, even with Monster joining or, you know, whatever, um, or, or whoever ends up sponsoring that, I think it'll be a, a pretty good machine. Just to just to touch on this real quick, Cody, uh, drivers, uh, the most successful driver of the 54 car, uh, Jimmy Pardue, 178 races. He had two wins, uh, 27 top five, 78 top tens, and led 511 laps. He drove that car from i'm trying to find the years oh here we go uh 1960 to 1962 and then a stint in 63 and 64 so uh that is that is the most successful driver followed by lenny pond who drove 141 races in the 54 won one of those 37 top five 73 top tens and led 835 laps in the 54 car from 1973 to 1979. Yeah, I've heard of Lenny Pond before, so I'll give you that. Uh, the other guy, I've already forgotten his name. So, uh, like, <laughs> to the point of, yeah, take this number, make it your own. And so NASCAR is is kind of funny and weird with numbers, like teams own numbers more so than, I mean, t- teams own the numbers. The drivers don't, or they technically buy the numbers from NASCAR, however it works. Um, for a long time, we saw Richard Childress racing. Dale Earnhardt passes away. They kept the number three NASCAR in a gentleman's agreement type of thing. You can keep the number three car. It was put away for a long time. They brought it back with Austin Dillon, obviously. Um, but NASCAR's agreed to allow Joe Gibbs racing to hold on to the 18 number, even though they've got their four other numbers, you know? Um, but so there has been rumors then with that as, you know, what does he run 54 for a year and then switch to 18? Most rumors are that uh, Martin Trex Jr. is done after this season. 19 is the newest number of the four to Joe Gibbs. So does he finish out his time in the 19? And then when John Hernimacek or whoever it is comes in to replace him, 
they go to the 18 number. That kind of makes more sense to me. I mean, again, it, it doesn't really matter, but it's still it's something we all you know identify drivers by and stuff. And if Ty goes out and has a great rookie campaign, do you really want to change his number anyways? Uh, you know, I, I don't think so. So I, I think it is. I've always liked when you know somebody kind of gets their own num. I mean, there is there is something to iconic cars. I mean, if you get to drive the Richard Petty number forty three car, that's great. But that's never your number. You go out and win three, four championships. It's not your number. It's Richard Petty's number. Like it does, you know. Whereas if you have an, a unique number that somebody else hasn't raced much or hasn't, you know, the guy who raced it the most was in the sixties, and it's like. You know, nobody really remembers that guy because he wasn't Richard Petty. So, uh, you know, and so, yeah, I think it, I think that's that's great for Ty to get his own number. Um, and obviously, we're used to seeing him with that in the Xfinity Series. So, easy transition. You see the 54, you recognize that as Ty, and that can be his own. So, um, obviously, the news of him going to the Cup Series, not too surprising. That rounds out the Joe Gibbs Racing team for next year. Um, but yeah, I think Martin Truex Jr. We could probably get into that more in the off season. All signs point to this being his final season. It almost sounds like they had to like really, really beg him to come back for one final season. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, and also just to put a bow on the 54, the last time it was out on the track in a Cup Series event was in 2019. JJ Yaley ran it for two races, oof, and Garrett Smithley oof. ran it for two races. Before that, 2003 Winston Cup Series. Todd Bodine, 35 races in that series, in the wow. 54. Well, Todd Bodine, okay. Then. That was the – no, never mind. I was thinking he, that was, I was thinking the Tabasco car. That was 35. Never mind. <laughs> no, he ran 35 races in it. Yeah, yeah. 35 right there. There we go. That's the – numbers are hard. Uh, all right. Should we take a break, come back, and do some more, or do you want to do another one and then take a break? Hey, you're the boss here. I'm just here to, you know, talk about stuff. <laughs> Let's pay some bills. That way we can have a, a good time talking about Cody's next adventure in in NASCAR. We only covered one story so far, but that's all right. Are you ready to win some money? Boost your odds. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. You get exclusive rewards at right at your fingertips with Rim Rewards on WinBet. Also, be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During that WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week are going to have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, payouts. It's all happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. You ready to play? Sign up today. You're going to get a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. There's so much to choose from. All you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms of just winbet.com. Must be 21 or older. Presence there. Play through. Winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Cody. Because the news does not stop. Where are we heading next? Next up, another big driver announcement going over to the Stuart Haas garage. Uh, and we had kind of knew this was an option and it, it comes to fruition. Ryan Priest is going to replace Cole Custer in the number 41 car. Uh, obviously, Gene Haas, the, the billionaire co-owner with Tony Stewart, owns the F1 team and all of that, was on the grid a few races ago and, and mentioned he wanted Cole back. Tony wanted Ryan Priest in the car. 
looks like Tony wins this battle. Um, and, and I agree with Tony. I Cole was a very, very good in the Xfinity series. That double zero car tore it up for years. Uh, and he's gone back into the Xfinity series. We saw it this past year in the 07 car goes out, just, you know, blows the field away, wins the race, but struggled in the cup series, got the one win at Kentucky a couple years ago. That was almost kind of a fluke. He just took it. He almost Ross chastained it on the last lap without hitting the wall and got, got the win on a late restart. But, uh, that, that was more fluky than anything is just his results have not been there it, for as good as Stuart Haas can be. And it's been a couple of more down seasons for them from what we've expected. I mean, Tony Stewart came out, won championships. Kevin Harvick switches over there, wins a championship. And we've still seen it from Kevin Harvick. He obviously won two races this year and even Chase Briscoe won a race in the 14, but Eric Almarola kind of wins here and there. We all know he's out there because he brings the Smithfield money. Like talked him out of retirement because he can keep bringing the Smithfield money. Um, and so I think, uh, yeah, but Ryan Priest, honestly, my question to you is, is he the next Ross Chastain? Is he the next Alex Bowman? One of these guys that's been around. He has 115 starts in the Cup Series. He's not new to the Cup Series, but he's never been in good equipment. This is going to be his first opportunity in what should be pretty good equipment. I don't necessarily expect him to go out and be Kevin Harvick, but I think he can be between Kevin Harvick and Chase Briscoe, a much better guy getting better finishes every once in a while up there in the running for the win. I mean, we saw him in the truck series. He gets in a good truck. He goes out and wins. You get him in the Xfinity series. He's in good Xfinity cars. He can go out and win. And it's just, he's never had that opportunity in the cup series. He was with JTG for a long time. Um, I think there was another team or two in there as well, but not real prime rides. And we've seen it with guys like Ross Chastain, guys like Alex Bowman bounced around on these crappier, smaller teams for a while. Then the talent is there. They just didn't get the chance. Once they get the chance, all of a sudden they shine. I wonder if we're going to see that with Ryan Priest. Uh, in, in my opinion, you put these two drivers, Cole Custer and Ryan Priest, to head-to-head, and it's not even close. I would take Ryan Priest all day, every night, twice on Sundays. Well, first, I just want to say, I'm sorry, Pauly, uh, to to announce that that happened. Uh, but here's the thing. For Ryan Priest, I mean, he, he drove a couple of races this season, that 15 for Rick Ware. And obviously, we, we have very high opinions of Rick Ware. Uh, I do love the number 15. It is it is our family staple number. I just I'm sad that it's attached to uh, <laughs> to that. But anyways, I will say that uh, when I play uh, NASCAR on my Xbox, I have the number 15, and it runs way better than that. There you go. And so, he actually, I mean, just to touch on it real quick, for the races he was in the 15 car, that car outperformed everyone else in the 15 car, other than David Reagan on the Super Speedways, I guess. But I mean. If you remember even back, I think it was at the clash race, like right at the beginning of the season, he was in that car and it was like, holy hell, like is Rick Ware going to be good this year? And of course that was pushing a little far, but still Ryan Priest was notably better in that 15 car than anyone else who was in it this season. Yeah. So again, I mean, that just, I have a feeling that, and, and Tony Stewart knows his drivers. Like there, if there's one thing Tony Stewart knows it's, and, and in fact, that's even what Gene Haas was even saying too. He was like, I can't. I can't argue because Tony's picked some really good drivers over the course of of his time in racing. So how can you argue with a guy like him? You know, 
and he wanted Kyle Larson in one of those cars, and Ford said no. Could you oh, imagine? Man. What could have been? <laughs> could you imagine? I mean, but who knows, though, honestly, because, look, Kyle Larson, yes, he'll drive the wheels off of anything you put him under, but you put him in Hendrick's equipment, and that was almost a no-brainer that they were going to go out and dominate the way they did because, you know, Hendrick, Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon, like, I mean, you know, th- those names, they had some clout to them. And, and and Stuart Haas, yeah, they had Tony. Yeah, they've got Kevin. But they didn't have the same sort of pedigree that Hendrick did. So, I don't know. I mean, Kyle Larson would have won out, gone out and won a bunch of races in Stuart Haas equipment too. No doubt about it. But I don't know that we'd have seen the same Kyle Larson. Yeah, I you agree. Know. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so, more repercussions from this. Obviously, Cole Custer loses his ride. But they've already announced... He's going to move to the Xfinity series. Stuart Haas in the past has fielded multiple cars in Xfinity series. This past season was down to just one with the 98 and Riley Herbst. Riley Herbst and Monster Energy coming back in that car. So we'll see Herbst in the 98 as still. And then Custer will be an additional uh, car in Xfinity for them. So double zero would be my best guess because that's what he drove when he was in Xfinity before he won 10 Xfinity. He's won 10 Xfinity races. So again, a very, very good Xfinity driver, not saying there's not talent there, but you see it with these guys like Justin Allgaier in the Xfinity series, guys like Matt Crafton in the, in the truck series, go back to when I was a kid, Frank Kimmel in the Arca series. Like some of these guys are really, really good on certain levels. And they just don't have what it takes to get to the next level. You put Justin Allgaier in a cup series car, we just don't see what we see when he's in an Xfinity series car. So sometimes you just got to find the right level. Go be a Justin Allgaier. Go run in the Xfinity series if that's where you can be successful. And we've seen in the 41 car, he's mostly had the Haas tooling. Um, his dad works for Stuart Haas on the F1 side of things. He's he's fairly high up on the F1 side of things. So there is the family connection to Stuart Haas racing. I would assume we see the Haas I mean, he was sponsored by Haas in the Xfinity Series. He was sponsored by Haas in the Cup Series. He's not really ever had much more sponsorship other than that. So I would assume we just see that sponsorship kind of go with that. Sounds like Ryan Priest is bringing some sponsorship to the table. I know he's had to deal with Hunt Brothers uh, for a while. He's a Kevin Harvick Incorporated driver. So Kevin Harvick has his own agency that represents some of these different drivers, and he's one of those. So I think there's probably – it sounds like there's he's bringing some sponsorship money to the table as well as you might see that Haas car uh, as well. But so, so yeah, so Stuart Haas will have at least two Xfinity cars um, with Herbst coming back in the 98 and then Cole Custer in what I would assume is going to end up being the uh, double zero car. You know, there's, there's guys that are perennial triple a players, right? They are, and, and they'll go up for a couple of games and, and when there's somebody that's hurt, and then they'll go right back down into the AAA roster, and that's just where they live. I mean, and that's that's basically their career. I mean, is it what they all want? No. Obviously, they want to be playing every day up on the big diamonds, but, you know, again, there, there's just some guys that can't make it translate to a full-time gig in the big league. So um, maybe that is Cole Custer. Maybe he gets another yeah, shot. Who knows? Yeah, it, well, yeah, and that's not – it's not to say that that his – time in the cup series is is done now a guy like ryan priest was full-time cup series two years ago wasn't full-time in anything this past season he was the reserve driver for Stuart haas 
and then he raced some trucks, some Xfinity, a couple of cup races with Rick Ware, but wasn't full-time in anything, and now he's jumped up into the best ride he's ever had in the Cup Series. So it just kind of depends when things come and go. There's a lot of openness at Ford in the future, especially in the Stuart Haas. Eric Amarola signed a two-year deal, so maybe he's back for two seasons, but he's not going to be around that much longer. Kevin Harvick, I don't see him going much longer. I wouldn't be surprised if he's coming up on his last season. Uh, so, so there's rides and spots available for him to get back into one of those maybe or do some time in a Rick Ware car, something like that, um, and get a you know a future chance at some point. But, yeah, to your point of the AAA guys, I mean, that's Justin Allgaier has been that for years. Jimmy Johnson missed a race because of COVID his final season. Justin Allgaier filled in for him. Noah Gragson had to fill in for Alex Bowman, left the 62 car open. Justin Allgaier filled in for that one. So he's always been one of those guys that does get called up to the big league sometimes. But at AAA, he's one of the best hitters out in the field. So it's just kind of how it works for those guys. Um, the one other thing that this really opens up, Haley Deegan, obviously big-time up-and-coming driver. Um, she's been running the truck series multiple years now with the DGR team. DGR has switched from Ford to Toyota. She's a contracted Ford development driver. There is, I would say, a 0% chance that Ford lets her get away. She she is big time for them. She's going to bring a lot of money, a lot of eyeballs to the sport as she works her way up, probably into that number four, right? Eventually would be my guess. But she's kind of up in the air right now. There's not a truck series ride for her. There's not hardly any Ford teams in the truck series. Um, and so it's kind of what what happens with her? Where does she go? Does Stuart Haas add a third ride? Does she go into that 07 car that we saw Cole Custer drive last year? That was a Stuart Haas prepared car. Maybe they have some type of partnership there like Stuart Haas kind of has with Rick Ware in the Cup Series. A lot of questions about Haley Deegan and her future. She's going to have a ride somewhere, whether it's the Truck Series, whether it's the Xfinity Series. I, I think that Ford and probably Monster as well. Boy, Monster has got a lot of money tied up in some of these guys, right? Ty Gibbs going to the Cup Series now. Uh, Kurt Busch has retired, so they're not necessarily going to be with him anymore. But Riley Herbst, they re-upped him in the Xfinity Series. Why, I don't know, but that's another conversation for another day. Um, but And then Haley Deegan is their other kind of up-and-coming driver. So they've tied themselves to some of these young up-and-coming drivers with Gibbs and with her. And so it's a very, very big question of, does Stuart Haas expand to three Xfinity teams? With four cup teams, we've seen it done before. Joe Gibbs, or Joe, yeah, Joe Gibbs Racing has done it for years now. But, uh, man, you're really stretching your resources out at that point. Hey, Monster's not shelling out the big dollars for the main sponsorship, so they've got a little bit of – they got some splash cash out there. They're not – Yes, yeah, yeah, that's true. They Yeah, they were the title sponsor and then backed off and went with their individual drivers and – Boy, they're uh, like Menards on half the field. <laughs> I, I mean, look, when you again, when you're saving a little bit of money by not sponsoring the giant trophy, then I think that uh, you got some stuff to go around there. And look, to your point on Haley Deegan, I, obviously, you know, we, we're we're both girl dads, and we both enjoy uh, the success that that we see when when women have success. And she is by far, I would say, she's probably the most successful right now. Um, obviously Danica Patrick back in the day made her, her appearances in there, but she wasn't nearly as competitive as I think Haley Deegan is going to continue to be. She's still a kid, man. Like I know, I know that she's not like a kid kid, but I mean, look, I'm an old man and she's a kid. Like that's, that's just the way I yeah, see these anymore. She's young. And I mean, 
some people want to bash on her truck series, but the truck series is, is a different style of racing than, than the stock cars are. I mean, first of all, it's a truck anyways, but you know, and when you're hanging out where she was hanging out on the track, it's hard to, you know, we'd see her get really good runs and then she gets dumped by someone, a lot of inexperienced guys that are, that are just paying for rides at that level. And so uh, we've seen the talent though, with her coming up to the Arca series, to the K and N series, if you've been watching her for a while, she's got talent. She's on her way to the cup series. Uh, for for what she brings in branding alone, plus her talent mixed in with that, um, and, and I think that they're just keeping a seat warm. Maybe it is that ten car, even maybe that's why Eric Amarola has come back for two years, keep that seat warm for Haley to jump into it. But going to be interesting. That's that's kind of the next big domino I see falling is well, besides the uh, besides John Hunter Nemechek, I would say is probably the next biggest one, and, and then her, where these two very good drivers that spent time in the Truck Series this past season both lose their rides due to manufacturer commitments and stuff and where they end up going here in 2023. Indeed. Um, all right. Well, is there another, uh, let, let's do this. Let's step away again. We'll come back and we'll, we'll cover another story. We'll just play a little yeah. hopscotch. We'll pay some bills in the, in the, in the meantime of all of this, shall we? So, all right, let's do that. Let's step away. But first, let me tell you about the S the World Cup contest that we got going on. We're brought to you by the SGPN World Cup Free Roll. You get $250 in cash and $250 gift card to the merch store to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app and make sure to check out all of the World Cup content on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Speaking of that merch store, Go get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPN merch store. SGPN gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the DJs in your life, whether that DJ is you, whether it's somebody else that you know, doesn't matter. It is the perfect stocking stuffer. You know what makes a great stocking stuffer? Hell, you know what makes a great present for me and Cody? More uh, NASCAR gambling podcast coffee mugs. I drink a lot of coffee. I need more than just one. Uh, so if you want to buy one to me, DM me. I'll give you my address. We'll set it up. Uh, anyways, yes, buy all the NASCAR gambling podcast merch that you can. Hoodies, hats, gloves. Um, I don't know. Whatever else you want, just make sure it's branded with the NASCAR gambling podcast uh, and, and give it to yourself and give it to your family members. There's a pair of swim trunks on there that uh, <laughs> say, check out the third leg. And there, check out my third leg, and then it's like in small letters underneath of it, it says "of my parlay." Of my parlay. <laughs> I yeah, I'm definitely getting that. My wife's buying those for me for Christmas. She might not know yet, but it's happening. <laughs> I love it. Be the be the talk of the pool this summer with your third leg parlay swim trunks. Uh, I love it. Plus, from now until Thanksgiving, get 10 percent off when you use the promo code Dallas sucks what merch store is not complete without a promo code dallas sucks and so make sure you hit it store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com promo code dallas sucks we put the fun in sports gambling do we not this network cody i i love this damn network man we we are it's so much best, fun. man it's uh it's the greatest around i shit i just started out as a fan of it and then now here i am but uh yeah, I've, I've been around for a while, and I love this place. It's crazy because a lot of times, you know, you, you move up through the levels and you get to these places where you say it, right? You're like, oh, yeah, I love this. You know, like if you're working for the big dog, the big, big, big dogs, and you're like, oh, I love this place. But secretly, you're like, I can't stand 
You yeah. know, there's so I, I'm looking for my next. My <laughs> you next hear those stories when they leave those big places, right? Right. Four but, letter networks of how not great they are. <laughs> yeah, but this is. I mean, I, I don't know. I can't even say enough good things about this network. I don't feel like I've said enough good things on the air about this network. But just the simple fact that we exist and that we're able to do this and have fun every single week, ugh, can't, 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 cannot say enough good things about it. Agreed. Uh, well, that kind of covers all of the big driver shakeups from the last uh, couple of days here since since we last spoke. Obviously, those are huge uh, dominoes to fall. Like I said, John Hernemacek, probably the next biggest one. Um, I, I would assume we see him in Xfinity. Uh, I, honestly, I think he goes to the Martin Truex Jr. ride once Martin Truex steps away. Uh, but you never know. I, if you'd asked me you know, to start of this season, I'd have thought Kyle Busch would have been there the rest of his career. So uh, you never know what's going to happen there. But uh, something I did hear, I, I heard Steve O'Donnell, president of NASCAR, talking today with Corey LaJoy. Um, and he was talking about, he like very, very much emphasized that it's a huge priority for NASCAR to bring another uh, OEM or manufacturer into NASCAR. Um, and so we've heard there was talks with Dodge, it sounded like, and it kind of came out over the summer that those seem to have fallen apart. Dodge and NASCAR have had a very, very on and off relationship. Dodge was in NASCAR, then they were out of NASCAR for a long time. They came back to NASCAR big time, 2001, Ray Everham, Bill Elliott. And then they won the championship with Brad Keselowski in 2012. As their farewell message, they've been out of the sport since. So I'm curious your thoughts. If it's not Dodge, because it doesn't seem like it is Dodge, who do you think? Because the way that he made it sound, uh, and I don't have his exact quote in front of me, but the way he made it sound was they're, they're in talks with someone right now that they feel like is going to be a partner soon. So if it's not Dodge, the obvious one, who is it, Rob? Ferrari? No, I'm just kidding. Ferrari. Uh, no, sorry. We just got done. We just got done with the F1 podcast, so that's all fresh in my mind. Uh, Alphatari. Oh, I don't. Right Mercedes. I don't know. Um, no, you know what? It's funny because I don't know why, and 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 it'll never happen. I'm sure, but something popped in my head. It was like Tesla. Well, watch it be like Tesla. Could you there imagine? Has, there, he actually another thing he did cover, uh, and you can check out his interview. It was on the Stacking Pennies podcast with uh, Corey LaJoy. Corey LaDoy does a great job on that one. But and so he was interviewing him and they brought that up because there's been a lot of talks and a lot of rumors about NASCAR bringing in an electric series or maybe changing the Xfinity or the truck series or the Arca series to electric. And he kind of said that there was talks on that for a little bit. And then it was kind of like, no. And he specifically mentioned that this manufacturer that he was referencing had come to the table a few years ago. And when NASCAR said, no, nah, there's not really an electric series kind of left the table and now they've come back and that's not so much of a requirement anymore. And so it's kind of like, huh? It makes you wonder, you know, I, I think obviously electric is the future. I, we can all see that and it's coming eventually, but I think you're still going to have your sports cars and that type of stuff that, that still run how they do. I don't think we're going to see that. I think we're going to see emissions. You know, they've already done a lot with with reducing the emissions and all of that type of stuff in NASCAR, and there's a green effort, and, and they do a good job with that, obviously, things we need to do to protect the planet. Um, but, yeah, it just, man, it, it and you never know if he's bluffing or not, but it sounds like there's a rather serious partner 
Now that doesn't mean it's not Dodge because he didn't specifically say it wasn't Dodge. And maybe they come back. Maybe they did leave the table in the summer and came back already. Who knows? But um, I mean, you see, you know, you see all these. That's the one you see the most popular is right. The picture of the next gen car, the Dodge Charger or the Challenger, like either one. They look pretty sweet, right? Uh, Dodge has always looked, had cool looks on their NASCAR cars back when they were in the series before 2012. So it just, uh, Honda is kind of the next big one you hear always. Uh, I think that would probably make the most sense. Do you have a Honda Accord out there, I guess? I mean, well, we have Toyota Camrys, right? And that's, they, that's what I was going to say, too. I was going to, I was actually going to say Honda. Like that would be the only other one that would make right. sense to me. I that mean, seems, you're not yeah, doing that, a I Kia. Mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. Kia. <laughs> It sounds like Rick Ware would be driving Kias. Kia you know Sorento. I mean? like, and if Kia, if you're coming, you know, I would love it. But uh, it just, it doesn't really see, I mean, you know, it, it's not really a car you think of when you think of, of racing. Bring right? back the I, Geo Metro. Let's go. Yeah, Let's yeah, go. Exactly. So, yeah, it's, man, it's going to be interesting. And obviously, I mean, Ford and Chevy have been the bread and butter of NASCAR for as long as NASCAR has been around. You had Pontiac for a long time back in the day. You had Plymouth and Chrysler and all these other. I mean, they raced whatever they could get their hands on, Mercury's, everything. But yeah, I just, I, I thought that that was really, uh, he, it just, the way his like voice changed when he started talking about it, like he got excited, like, oh yeah, like we're going to have a new manufacturer soon. And so, yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting because uh, I know there was a lot of rumors with the Roush Fenway Kozlowski team and Dodge. It seems like if Dodge was coming back, that would be like their bread and butter team because these teams always have, you know, somebody big, they come in with, with Dodge, it was the Everham team formed and that was the Dodge team. And then, you know, Penske switched to Dodge and some other teams, you know, went to Dodge and stuff like that. But yeah, I guess Honda, I mean, Honda seems to be the only other one that, that really pops out to me that, that would make sense. I mean, I'd love to see Lamborghini or something, but uh, I just don't, it doesn't seem like that would work very well. <laughs> uh, we're not F1. We don't have the worldwide appeal. Could you imagine? I mean, look, the, the fit that people threw when Toyota, join the mix i mean it was crazy it's, right and then to see the success that toyota's had now i mean and they're just part of the sport they're they're just they've been in the sport a long time now and some of the best teams and drivers have been to toyota's and xfinity series champion this year toyota and you had a toyota in the final four in the cup series and yeah crazy but uh international funny you would say that because that was another thing he touched on um is nascar canada nascar in uh, Mexico, he kind of talked about the Cup Series is looking at because they brought up, of course, the LA Coliseum we just had this past season. Smashing success. Now NASCAR is going to have a float in the Rose Parade with the 75th anniversary. It's going to have, you know, car images on there of Dale Earnhardt Sr., of Jeff Gordon, of Richard Petty, the legends of the sport, right? Jimmy Johnson left off. I don't know why, but that's okay. Maybe they, maybe they knew he was going to be an active driver still. They want to put him on there, right? But, uh, but so obviously, you know, the success they've had in LA moving to a huge market like that, all the TV numbers suggest LA, California is the biggest market of NASCAR fans, which is crazy to think of. Um, but you know, so where else could you maybe expand? Could it be Mexico? Could it be Canada? Uh, they just announced the deal today to add a new series. There is the NASCAR Mexico series. There is a Canada series. I mean, they have different, uh, there's a NASCAR Euro series. And now in Brazil, they're going to have another NASCAR series there. Um, and so these these NASCAR series, and that's where we've gotten drivers like uh, Daniel Suarez came up through NASCAR Mexico. 
and has, has come into the NASCAR series. So I guess, uh, you know, it, it would be interesting to see. And we've had the Xfinity series, went to Canada. I don't remember. Did they go there this year? I don't think they Not went this there year. this year. No, huh? And then I think because of COVID, maybe that's kind of gotten pushed off for a few years. But a few years ago, road course in Canada, they've been racing at. Um, and then Mexico City, I think, I don't know if they've held Xfinity yet, but I know they've held some other NASCAR series and stuff down there. So it would be interesting. I mean, we've seen it a long time ago. Dale Earnhardt, Dale Earnhardt Jr., they ran those classic Coca-Cola cars when they raced in Japan. Um, but to be able to make NASCAR more of a, I don't know if you're going to get worldwide like F1 does, but keep expanding that brand seemed like something else he was very excited about. And, and I mean, we've seen it now, LA, you got the Chicago street course and that shows the versatility of NASCAR being able to go into a football stadium and being able to go onto the streets of a big city. My, the places they could go, the things they could do, right? I mean, look, it's it's not for lack of uh, availability on the on the calendar. They've got a ton of races, and you know, I know a lot of tracks don't want to lose their second race of the season. But I mean, for the growth of the sport, we're we're seeing it in football, right? I mean, we just saw Tom Brady win for the umpteenth million time on a different continent soil. So yeah, that's uh, like four different <laughs> countries, four different countries, four yeah. or five. I think they're going to try to play on the moon so he can get one out there as well before it's all said and done. I think, uh, I think he's got another 50, 60 years <laughs> to get that done. Right. Yeah, I know Elon <laughs> Musk is a dirty name in our, in our circle here, but, uh, I know that he's going to fire off a rocket up there. So, uh, Tom Brady could go win a game in Mar on Mars. Uh, Hey Elon, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, would you help, help us out and let us advertise on Twitter? Jeez. What the hell? He's not listening, and his bots aren't crawling through this anyway either. So, uh, uh, all right, Cody, I, I think we've done uh, thoroughly well for these guys and and getting them caught up on stuff for this this week. Uh, obviously, by the time we reconvene for the next episode, we're going to have a ton more to talk about. Uh, again, it just goes to show, guys, that this season does not slow down even when it's not in play. Uh, this short off season gives not a lot of time for news turnaround. And so, um, you know, we're going to have another set of stories to talk about and get you, get you set. Cause obviously what we talk about now goes a long way into setting, not just the futures bets, which will bring you not, maybe not next week, but let's, let's start. Well, maybe we should next week. We'll give you a futures episode, uh, just to give you a look at what's going on futures wise, because they may change now, given what we've seen. Um, I haven't had a chance to really look at the changes if there's been any, but uh, I do know that they're up. So we'll, we'll dig into some early stats or early early odds for you next week and then, of course, give you more stories and stuff. But again, like I said, what we talk about now will definitely shape how we approach our betting aspects, especially given the fact that, you know, we know Ty Gibbs now is going to be full-time for sure. Um, we know what car he's going to be and we know what everything's going to happen. So, you know. Yeah, and things like the Ryan Priest, I mean, that's important because that 41 car, you're not really ever betting on Cole Custer. Ryan Priest, we're talking a little bit now. I mean, that you could hit a top 10, you could hit a top five bet, you could hit some head-to-heads more so than you could with Cole Custer. Cole Custer would pop his head up every once in a while, give you a good run, and then just disappear for weeks again. But with Ryan Priest, I think it's going to be different. So it does add another player into the mix and a guy that I think you're going to hear us talk about more, maybe even more so early in the season, DFS. I'm going to guess he's going to be priced pretty low. They're not going to know what to expect from him. They're not going to know, you know, 
what we're going to see from him. And I think that I know I do. I think you do as well, but have pretty decent expectations from him. And so something we're going to be able to hit on early in the season. So by already looking at it, okay, we've talked about this news, what this impact is. Now we know he's a guy we can keep an eye on early into the season. So it can already start to shape our betting minds for next season because, again, 95 days until the Daytona 500. It's right around the corner, baby. Hey, uh, Paulie, pouring one out for your Cole Custer there, my friend. Yes, yes I did uh, I did break the news to him in the Discord. He said that he'd be okay with Ryan Priest, um, and it'll give him somebody to root for in the Xfinity Series. So, And... <laughs> Custer has a chance in the Xfinity series. So I think it's a win-win for him. I think it is because guess what? We cover the Xfinity series. So we'll still talk about Cole Custer and maybe we'll have nice things yeah. to say about him. Finally. Exactly. Yeah. And another thing we just got done talking about how good he is in the Xfinity series. So already Ty Gibbs is leaving. AJ Allmendinger's leaving. Noah Gragson's leaving. Justin Allgaier, Josh Berry, Cole Custer might be one of your favorites to win that championship. Right? So all things that impact everything we talk about during the season. I'm telling you, this is why this show exists. <laughs> so Love it. much fun. Uh, all right, Cody, as we start to wrap things up, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media? Yes, find me on Twitter, at Husker underscore Zeeb. We hit on the F1 Gambling Podcast earlier, but we did just record that episode. One race left in their season, so if you're already dying for some more racing, some stuff to bet on, found some pretty good, pretty good bets that we really like in there. Uh, hit a plus 800 on our last episode. Over on the F1 side of things, not nearly as good as we are on the NASCAR side of things, but we're getting better. We're getting there um, and, and have had some pretty fun bets and, and good time over there. So definitely check it out. It can fill the racing gap for one more week at least uh, over there. And yeah, follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Follow the show on Twitter at NASCAR Gambling. I'm going to find the Corgi races and we're going to find some odds on those going uh, as in the off season. But uh, until then, follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. There is a link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's a sportsbook review, whether it is in between media, whatever it is, find it in my Twitter at RJ Gomez. We'll be back next week to take a look at some early odds, catch you up on all the stuff that's happened over the last few days, which uh, I'm pretty sure there will be quite a bit. So <laughs> we'll see you then. Thanks again for listening in the off season, and thanks for hanging with us for yet another week. Until next time, can we please go racing? I just want to go racing soon. Hey, no, hold on. Until next time, 95 days until the Daytona 500, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go racing and let it ride. <laughs>